You're listening to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We hope you're encouraged and strengthened as you listen to this week's message. Hallelujah. Good morning. I am Ralph, and I'm part of the pastoral team here. How's everybody doing? Everybody watching the Christmas story, Ralph and Randy? Great movie. How many watch It's a Wonderful Life every year? Wanda and I watched it uh, Friday night. Awesome. Could watch that movie every year and cry five times during the movie. It's an absolutely amazing movie. If you've never watched it, please watch it. And my brother's name is Randy, so that's kind of fun. Ralph and Randy. Christmas story. We want to welcome everyone, and we're going to dim the lights here a minute, and I have a, a short clip, but it kind of impacted me. I just, it's, a, it's going to be a neat way just to kick off the message, so we're going to watch a little video clip. Wow. Hey, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. There is an awe and a wonder of Christmas that I pray we never lose. The childlike faith of Christmas morning in our spirit that we would just be rejoicing with the message of Christmas and the reality of God coming down, the reality of the truth that Jesus was born, the wonder and the awe of God sending his son to earth. So Father, even now, I pray, Holy Spirit, you would make it come alive in us that we would be alive to this beautiful message of a Savior is born. Holy Spirit, we ask you for eyes and ears and that you would just fill us today with truth and love. And as we move forward, even from today, our hearts and our lives be filled with hope because truly Jesus is a message of hope. Amen? In Jesus' name, amen. In Luke 2, verse 11, from that video clip, it says, For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. What an amazing message. It's just amazing. It amazes me, um, and it will, never, it will never lose its power or its impact. As I, I, I probably, the truth is, I watched that clip about 20 times this morning, and what it was doing in my spirit every time I watched it it was bringing back the simplicity of the, of the message of Jesus. That God came to earth. Jesus came to earth on Christmas morning. And um, that's the thing that I pray that we, we celebrate this morning. I'm going to read out of Luke 2. It's uh, chapter 2 out of Luke's Gospel. And I'm going to pick up the story because um, uh, the Bible is full of amazing stories and they're all true. Uh, God's word is true. And just to give you a little bit of what's been happening, the, the angel Gabriel already came to Mary. Uh, there was an angelic visitation. 
She was a young virgin, and there was a miracle because it was a virgin birth. She conceived, and she was going to have a child. And then the story of Joseph and Mary and how they dealt with that situation, and another angelic visitation happened, and Joseph knew that it was God. And then they were on a journey to go pay taxes. And along this journey, I'll pick it up in Luke chapter 2, verse 6. So it was that while they were there, the days were complete for her to be delivered. It's interesting, because that's what the New King James, I'm reading that correctly, New King James, for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Verse 8, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, watching over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shined all around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid or fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, like, whoa, what just happened? Like the angels said to one another, like, uh, uh, what did we have for dinner? Are we smoking anything crazy today? What is going on here? The, can you imagine what was happening? What they just experienced? And the angels and the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. I want to highlight a few things as we go through this passage which the Lord has made known to us. And they, came, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made him, that, um, I'm sorry, the 17 is a key verse here that I love. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the sayings which was told them concerning this child. Would you say, would it be fair to say there was your first evangelistic outreach? That thing that they had seen and heard, that thing that the Lord had made known to them, they went and saw it, and all those who heard, oh, and they made widely known. So the hope that we have, it started back then to make it widely known, saying that which was told to them concerning this child. Verse 18, and all those who heard it marveled at the things that were told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept these things in her heart, and she pondered them. 
That is just an amazing portion of Scripture. And what ignites in my heart this morning is the hope of that message. And I think for all of us, when we think about this message, whether you've been a Christian from a childhood or if you've heard the story a million times, I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to be ignited in our spirit, especially during Christmas, but not limited to Christmas, on the hope of this message. You know, isn't it amazing that today we are learning more and more about angels and visitations from angels and encountering angels? The children downstairs are having a Christmas party and they're going to be talking about angels. And watching the movie It's a Wonderful Life just this last week, there's a line in the movie where Clarence is sitting at the bar. So if you've never seen the movie, It's a Wonderful Life's the movie. Clarence is sitting at the bar and he's going to have a drink with a friend who happens to be George Bailey because George Bailey um, was going to commit suicide. He didn't know the value of his life. And um, he starts talking and the, the register goes off. Everybody see that, that beautiful scene? The register goes off. And he says, oh, there it goes. Somebody just got their wings. And uh, Clarence is looking at George, and George does one of these funny things, and he goes, um, you know, Clarence, be careful. Like, you know, it's kind of uh, people that are not real receptive to that kind of conversation. And Clarence says something profound. He says, what, they don't believe in angels? They don't believe in angels? How do you read the Christmas story? How do you read the Gospels? You don't believe in angels. It's, it's, I mean, the angels are everywhere. So in my notes I wrote, see, some things have never changed. We are encountering angels, and we are encountering supernatural activity because God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this message of angels, and this is not a sidetrack because here's the reality of it. Do you realize that the, Gabriel, the, the angel Gabriel went to Mary? There was another visitation from Joseph. These guys, these shepherds, we're out in the field by night, and all I can tell you is that when I imagine, this is one of the scenes, I know there's a lot of scenes that people love that they can imagine they're going to be able to see in heaven. This is one of my favorite scenes because they were in the field, and it says one angel appeared, a messenger appeared with an amazing good tidings message. The word good tidings is he was a messenger of a really good message, and this message was for all people. It would be for all time. And he said, fear not, I bring you an amazing announcement right now at this very moment. There's good news about Jesus Christ, and it's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that Jesus Christ is born, and he's a savior. A savior is born this day. And they marveled at it, because the reality of this time and this place and this moment in history was it was a long-awaited promise. You know, everybody liked that, you know, I love... I love advertising, and, and you know, the next big thing is here. That would have been like a, a logo. The next best thing is here. It just happened. The next big thing just happened on planet Earth. Jesus Christ, the long-awaited Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one, has just arrived on planet Earth. In my spirit as I was studying, it was like, what just happened on planet Earth? all the prophecies that were being fulfilled, all the timing of God and his unfolding plan for mankind, this long-awaited promise was now here on earth 
We saw it in the video. The word of God became flesh and came among us. The Bible teaches that it was the perfect time. It actually was the exact time. The exact time that Jesus came. And I love, because in, in the heart of this whole message is constantly being revealed. The word revealed means to lift the veil so that we can see revelation. It's being revealed. It's being on display for all to see. It's being made known. Jesus Christ is being known because the love of God the Father is being revealed through Jesus. And the love of God is being revealed as Jesus Christ is sending his Son. In Galatians 4, 4, it says that, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might be received, that we might receive the adoptions as sons. This is an important part of the scripture because we're going to talk about some of the reasons why Jesus came. God is love and Jesus came to save us. He came to save us. But one of the things he came, he, we're going to go through a little bit of a list. It's not an exhaustive list, but Jesus came for many things, but one of the things was to abolish this law, this curse. The law is the Mosaic law. It's, it's, it's referred to as the Old Covenant. And in studying, it's just so amazing because I believe this was one of the main reasons why this message is so powerful and so hopeful because it says in Galatians 4 that the perfect time God sent forth his son born of a woman because she was born under the law and to redeem those who are under the law. Now imagine carrying something like the law. Now if you can picture this, it's a big load. It's a burden. It's the law. It's all the requirements. It's all the rules. And through, throughout history, man's attempt failed. Man failed every turn to keep this law. So this law, this old covenant, this time in history, it was Unable, there was an inability for the law to save anybody. You understand that? Because this is really important because the reason why he came was to take the load, the burden of the law off of us. And when you think about the message of hope that's revealed through Jesus at Christmas, it's a message that now God has made it possible for all of us. And this message of hope that we're no longer under this burden of a law, we're no, under, we're no longer under a curse because of God sending us his son. Cheryl quoted this a little bit today, but you know, these are powerful scriptures that in John 3.16, it says, for God so loved the world. God loved the world, and he gave his only begotten son, so whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, is more powerful to me because he'd sent his son not to condemn the world. Not to condemn the world, not to have the, the world be under a law that it could never be saved. Jesus came so that the world, uh, I'm sorry, he, Jesus came not to condemn the world, but that the world through Jesus Christ and his beautiful, this new agreement, that Jesus would save the world. And it's so amazing because we've been talking in our local church here about this word saved. And the word here in John 3.17 is sozo. 
Jesus came not to condemn the world, but that through Jesus Christ and the message of hope that he brings and this new agreement that he brings, that the world would be saved. It would be sozoed. The world would be saved and healed and delivered and set free from bondage. And sometimes we think the bondage, as I was just meditating on this, the bondage is all, them, all that law and all the requirement of the law. So here Jesus comes to be a savior. And remember, in this passage in Luke 2, it says, for this day a savior has been born. Now, we could talk about Jesus for hours. And, and he's the king, and he's this, and he's amazing. But I, I felt like the Holy Spirit said to you, remember that Jesus was a savior. When you study that word savior, it means, one of the main things it means is to make safe. A savior makes things safe. And Jesus is a safe place. It also means a deliverer. A savior is a deliverer. They were waiting for a deliverer. It's somebody who is going to rescue them. The word deliverer is somebody who's going to rescue me, who's going to save me, who's going to save us, who's going to rescue us. Just like a flash this morning as I was worshiping the Lord, I realized how amazing this message is because until you know that you're lost, you can never be found. Until you know that you're in need of a Savior, you will never, ever think you need a Savior. And, I, and it doesn't, you know, as I'm looking out and I see people, there's some people I know, some people I don't know, but the, but the joy of this message didn't impact my, impact my life till I had a revelation, till it was made known to me by the Lord that I was lost in need, in need of, of being rescued. And all of a sudden he reveals it to you and you receive him and he becomes a safe place. He becomes the savior, the deliverer, the one who rescued you. He rescued us from sin and the power of sin over us. He didn't just rescue you from sin. He rescued from the power of sin. Has no more control over you. He rescued us from Satan and the domain of darkness. We were delivered. We were transferred from a, a domain of darkness into a kingdom of his son. That's a radical transformation. Jesus destroys all the works of the devil. All of them. The Savior set us free. The Savior rescued us from the law. And I think it's really important as we move forward. Obviously, I've been meditating on some of this, especially through Jonathan teaching on the covenants. But it's been so neat, um, the opportunity we have on Tuesday night here, starting January 7th, because there's so much more to learn. But I can tell you this, when you've been under a weight, when you've been carrying a wrong concept of who God is, and how it is to please God, and how is this to have a relationship with God, and what is this perfect union with God look like on earth, and you realize that all these rules and all this law is just that ugly burden of an old covenant, an old way of thinking, and now you realize that Jesus Christ literally came as a Savior to rescue you from that old thinking. 
so that you could actually have a living relationship with God and be free to be who you actually are to be. So this is a whole nother unfolding. It's a whole nother revelation of when you say that Jesus is my savior, that he's a safe place, that he rescued me. See, he didn't just take your sin away and now for the rest of your time on planet Earth it's just drudging through life. No, it's actually the most hopeful, powerful message you will ever hear and God wants it to become so real in us. We know that a savior takes away the sin of the world. Behold the Lamb of God, the Savior, who will take away the sin of the world. And it's our responsibility just simply to trust and put faith in Jesus Christ. So he did the work, so all we have to do is believe. Believe in Jesus. Believe in the Son of God. Believe in the Savior who gave his life so that we could live. This message of hope is one to be carried every day. I thought it was fascinating because, again, in Luke 2, it talks about, it talks about three key things that the Holy Spirit enlightened to me. That the Lord had made it known to them and the things that they had seen and the things that they had heard. That's revelation. That's relationship. So the things that the Lord has made known to you and the things he's allowed you to hear and see, that's the thing that you're going to be responsible for. So just as, as we're moving ahead and as we're even closing this service, um, I just believe that the Lord wants to ignite faith in, in our hearts this morning of the simple, powerful message of Christmas. Because of Jesus Christ, because of our faith in him alone, we can have a perfect union with God. We can have him be in perfect right relationship with God the Father. We can have a friendship with God. It's all through the work of his son. The good news of Jesus Christ, this is out of Luke 4, but I paraphrased it because I made it personal for me this morning as I was even writing it. The good news of Jesus Christ brings hope to my life. The good news of Jesus Christ brings hope to the hopeless. Jesus heals the brokenhearted. He brings freedom to those who are in bondage. He gives sight to the blind so that you can see. Those who are oppressed, he, he lightens your load and he brings liberty. As I close and we pray this morning, I'm praying for Holy Spirit to bring a revelation, an understanding, a deepening in us of the simple, powerful message of Christmas and the fact that God sent his son. And through God sending his son, God's love is revealed. And Jesus, as the Son, turns back around and reveals the love of God the Father. So I just want to declare this morning that God is good. That God is good.
and that he is wonderful and he is a counselor and he is mighty God. He is everlasting Father. He is Prince of Peace. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you would bring us deeper, that you would bring us into understanding of your great love for us, that even this Christmas season, that our hearts would be filled with hope and that this powerful message, that our hearts would be rejoicing like those out in the field, that you made it known to them and they were carriers of this powerful, hopeful message that is in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen.